Welcome to the Health Essentials Podcast, where you're just in time for breakfast. I'm John Horton, your host. Now let's figure out what to eat for the most important meal of the day. Now, if you're like me, a lot of mornings start with a bowl of cereal or oatmeal. They're quick, they're easy to make, and they're usually pretty tasty. Uh, but there are just so many options when you go to the grocery store. I mean, you know, there's that entire aisle devoted to cereal and oatmeal. Um, so to help us make the healthiest choice, we're happy to welcome back registered dietitian Beth Zarani. Uh, she's among the many experts here at Cleveland Clinic who pop into our weekly podcast to share advice that you can trust. So pull up a seat at the kitchen table. And let's see what Beth has to say today. Beth, nice to see you again. So welcome back to the show. Oh, yeah, thanks. We're here to talk about cereal, breakfast, things like that. Um, what did you have for breakfast this morning? So I had a very dietitian esque uh, breakfast of my protein drink with my almond milk and my collagen uh, protein. But that's just because I didn't have time to actually eat something this morning. So, you know. Well, I, I did not have a dietitian-y uh, sort of breakfast. Uh, I, <laughs> I had a bowl of honey bunches of oats, uh, which I'm guessing is not going to get that dietitian uh, seal of approval. Not in the top. 10, probably. No, no. <laughs> yeah. What should you be looking for uh, when you're picking out cereals? So, you know, looking at having a cereal that is going to meet your needs. So thinking about, you know, if you want something sugary, well, what are your health conditions, right? If you're trying to have overall health, you're trying to have GI health, that's what we're looking for, right? But ideally, we want something that's going to keep you full, something that you're going to like to eat. I mean, that's really the most important thing is if it's not good, you're not going to eat it, right? So we can always modify things. We can modify what you're having to make it a little bit healthier without really getting rid of all of it. Now, when you're looking at a lot of these cereals, though, I mean, you walk down that aisle and I mean, they're, um, I mean, there's a reason they say magically delicious instead of magically healthy. Um, do, do, do you have to worry? I mean, are, are some of these cereals that you just, you think they're going to be good for you, but I mean, are they really just kind of I say sugar bombs that that you're having in the morning. Yeah, I mean the marketing is is outstanding with a lot of these products and they really make it look so delicious and the wording on it really does make it feel like it's going to be healthier for you, but then when you look back on the food label and you see that it's got tons of sugar, uh processed flour, um no fiber, those are the things that aren't going to set you up for having a good morning. They're all marketed to kids. Yeah, my kids have had many, many uh, tantrums in the middle of the grocery store because they wanted, you know, to have those. And I and I the mean dietitian mom says no. Um, sometimes I give in. But then again, maybe mixing some other healthier cereals in there, you know, we can compromise. So what I mean, if, if you're a kid, you're starting your day like that or anybody really starting your day with that sort of just sugar bomb sort of thing. What does that do to kind of get you going in the morning and what does it set you up for later in the day? Yeah. So, I mean, the sugar bomb in and of itself is going to give you that immediate rush. It's going to give you that energy. You're going to be feeling pretty good, but then an hour or so later, you're just going to dump your blood sugar is just going to just go right into the pits. You're going to feel like crud, you're going to have a headache. You're going to be more tired. And the problem with this, especially with the kiddos is their concentration is going to be altered. So either they're going to be distracted because their stomach is growling because what they ate really didn't fill them up or they have a headache or they're tired. It's really going to be hard for the kids to pay attention in school when they're not feeling their best. So Beth, so we're walking down that cereal aisle, um, that massive aisle, because they just got like a million choices, it seems like. 
what should you be looking for on the boxes? So the biggest thing is, I was tell my patients, we're looking at serving size versus portion size, right? So you want to see, okay, they're going to say a half a cup is this, well, who eats a half a cup? No, nobody. <laughs> right? So you have to know, okay, am I going to have a cup? Am I going to have a cup and a half? And then look at that, right? So again, we're looking at serving size, portion size. We're also going to be looking at sugar. So we always want to make sure that sugar is in single digits per portion, not per serving per se, because remember, we really want to have single digits for this whole day. And we've talked about this. We also want to look at fiber. Fiber is what's going to help slow down that digestion. It's going to trickle that blood sugar into your stream. So you're not going to have these highs and lows. It's going to help stay, um, keep you fuller longer, but it's also going to help with digestion. So you have good GI health. So looking at something that's going to be three grams of fiber or more per serving is going to be important. And so really looking at, at those types of things, um, you don't want sugar to be within the first five ingredients on the ingredients list, because that's going to tell you that's going to be one of the major contributors um, to the calories. And then remembering too, that sugar comes in different forms. So staying away from like high fructose corn syrup is something that a lot of times the cereals will have, they'll say they're low in sugar, but then it'll be high in that high fructose. So just being very savvy of how, what the ingredients are really telling you um, so that you know really how to navigate. Yeah. Is, is sodium a concern with some cereals too? It can be. It really can be. And again, sweet and salt go together. So a lot of times when we're looking at something sweet to make it taste sweeter, a lot of times uh, manufacturers will add that sodium in. And so really looking at that again as well. And again, if you're specifically, if you're salt sensitive, if you have hypertension, if you have kidney issues, those are things also that you're really going to be mindful of. So there's a lot of things, unfortunately, and takes you a lot of time. Um, if you've got other things, other health conditions to really look at those labels and know what you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you had mentioned that uh, sugar shouldn't be in the top five. I'm, I'm assuming then that the things you do want to find in there would be um, your, your whole grains. So what, what sort of, what sort of, what sort of things should you be looking at in the in top of the ingredient list? Yeah. You really want to look for whole grain flour, whole, you know, those are going to be bran. Um, there's even things like chicory and different kinds of fiber that are going to add in those things, you know, as well. So those are the things that really we're looking for because we want, again, we want something that's going to be a little bit higher fiber, has more staying power, and it's going to, you know, keep you fuller a lot longer. So whole grains are always going to be the way to go. I take it there are also ways you can, you can kind of beef up your cereal by adding um, some fruit or, or nuts or what are some of the recommendations you give people? Yeah. I mean, I think anytime that you can add in some fresh fruit to your morning is going to be a good way to get that five servings that we recommend a day. So having some fresh berries, um, you really want to try to stay away from maybe some of the dried fruits because it'll have a little bit more sugar in it. So you're really not saving yourself, um, you know, doing yourself any favors with that. But, you know, certainly adding in some flax seeds. Again, if your cereal itself doesn't have a lot of fiber, you can add in the flax seed. Um, you can add in some chia seeds as well. Um, any kind of like walnuts or almonds, that's going to give you fiber as well. And then again, different consistency, different textures, you know, that's going to give you a better mouthfeel. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned flaxseed. I know my, my parents who are like the healthiest um, 70 plus year old, I won't give away ages entirely, but I, they gave me an entire giant bag of flaxseed and to put on my cereal. And to be honest, I, I didn't even notice it's in there. And I feel like I'm getting a little healthy uh, boost uh, every time I uh, put a big spoonful on. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty neutral with the flavor. It's not going to necessarily overpower anything, especially if you've got a lot of different flavors in that cereal 
anyway. And again, it really does help with um, overall bulk forming to help with, you know, good GI health. And, and that's really, you know, what we want at the end of the day, right, is to have overall better health from the foods that we're consuming. Yeah. Well, they set a good example and you should always listen to mom and dad. So I figure that, you know, you start there. So um, um, we've been talking about whole grains and obviously one of the big ones there is uh, oats and oatmeal. Um, is that a choice where you can really do no wrong or is there kind of good and bad with some of the oatmeals that are out there? There's always a way, I feel like, to make it unhealthy. I think yeah. that there's always ways, right? Because a lot of times people, you know, kind of are are fearful of, of eating really healthy, clean kinds of things. So the food manufacturers really do market it by adding in, you know, big bouts of sugar and brown sugar and, you know, these flavorings and that type of thing. So when we're looking at like instant oatmeals, a lot of times they'll just have a lot of sugar that, again, really does advertise towards the kids because it's quick, it's easy, and it tastes good. Um, I really like having old-fashioned oats. It doesn't take that much time. You know, a lot of people will do overnight oats, and that's pretty easy to do. Um, make it the night before, have it ready to go. Um, so, I mean, there really are ways. If oatmeal is something that you like and you want to experiment with, it, it is a really good base to build a, a good hearty breakfast from. Yeah. And you can add a lot of that same stuff we were talking about uh, previously, the fruit, the nut, the, the flaxseed, all that stuff can go right on the top too and kind of dress it up a little bit. Absolutely. And- because it is neutral, right? It's pretty a neutral flavor. And so if you want to make it a little bit tastier, certainly adding in, you know, and spices too, whether it's cinnamon. You always think that like oatmeal, it's got to be uh, bland or whatever, but I guess you could, you can spice it up. You can, you can have fun with it. I mean, you experiment. And you can make it seasonal too. So depending on, you know, when you want to have it, it really can reflect what's going on in the season. Hey, the fruit of the season, whatever's at the, uh, the produce stand you throw on there. That's right. Oatmeal obviously is the big one. Um, what other grains uh, should kind of be in your breakfast rotation? Sometimes there's so much out there and I don't feel like we, uh, we experiment a lot. Yeah. I think a lot of times people are very intimidated by some of these ancient grains that we talk about, but they've been, I mean, they've been around. And so looking at that, we're looking at things like my favorite quinoa. And a lot of times people don't think that quinoa can actually be cooked into a hot cereal, but it's actually very popular. Um, And there's lots of recipes out there to make it sweet. Um, You can make a savory polenta as well. And so again, people think that that's more um, for dinner, but you can make a hot polenta in the morning, you know, looking at things like Camut and, and millet and those types of things. And again, you don't necessarily have to have those independent um, and just eat a big bowl of that, but you can certainly add that to that oatmeal or maybe some granola. And again, make it a little bit more interesting than just the plain base of whatever you're starting with. Yeah. Yeah. I've even seen things where people use uh, brown rice, which I don't think you'd normally think of rice as a, as a breakfast staple, but I, I guess that would make a lot of sense too. It's really whatever you want it to be, I think just being creative and again, using, you know, spices is going to be to your benefit because a lot of times two people are nervous about using a lot of fats in um, foods. And so spices are really good alternatives. You don't have to add a ton of butter um, if you're having like a hot cereal. So overall with breakfast, I mean, what should be the, then the key things that, that you're looking for when, when you're, you're picking out your cereal, your oatmeals or something like that. I mean, what, what bottom line, what should you go for? Yeah, I think it's really just trying to get as low of sugar as possible and as high as fiber as you can. And, and you know, as I said, if you have a sugary cereal and you want to add in some 
less sugary or non-sugary cereals to kind of mix it together, I think that that's a good compromise to at least get you to the point where you can kind of maybe start weaning off some of the sugary stuff and then more towards the healthier options. On the fiber, because you, you brought that up and I, I should have asked this before and I didn't, um, what should you be looking for? What's the, the counter or what should you be looking for on the side of the box? So Americans, we need between 25 and 35 grams for the entire day. So a good way to start is three grams of fiber or more per serving. So again, looking back at that food label and knowing how much you're going to have in that serving and then double it or triple it, depending on what your portion size is going to be. Okay. All right. Um, anything else that we missed? Anything we didn't talk about? No, I think that, you know, people have to understand breakfast is really is the most important meal of the day. It starts you off well. And so just making some good changes and some good choices. And, and you know, I think it's important just to be a little adventurous. Try some different things out. You might like it. Beth, as always, thank you so much for being here with us. Uh, it's always a treat. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, as usual, Beth delivered a healthy amount of information to digest. I'm planning to head to my kitchen now to check the nutrition labels on a few boxes of cereal, which I'm guessing is not good news for my Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, until next time, be well. Thank you for listening to Health Essentials, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic and Cleveland Clinic Children's. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or visit clevelandclinic.org slash H-E podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician.